morning. Welcome to Velocity. Welcome to LSAT Kung Fu. My name is Dave Hall. I am here as is now the new normal with the talented, intelligent, and yet still not completely well-versed in LSAT, <laughs> Melissa Miller. Good morning. Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to have you. <laughs> uh, we're going to pick it back up in Prep Test 29 with question number 11 in section 1 making our way through logical reasoning because it's fun and also uh, enjoyable and also other um, synonyms for fun. All right, this question, it says of the following, which one most accurately expresses the main point of the argument? There's no rocket science here. I mean, like, what's the question asking? Um... Well, I guess for the main point. I think you're right. <laughs> okay. I'll go with it. Um, so we will take a moment and read the passage, and then we will talk about identifying the main point within that passage. All right, so the passage says, It's well known that many species adapt to their environment. It's usually assumed that only the most highly evolved alter their environment. However, this characteristic is common. Certain species of plankton, for example, generate a gas, blah, 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 blah. These particles cause water vapor to condense, blah, 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 blah. Formation of clouds, blah, blah. More cloud cover, blah, blah. The plankton causes... Just a lot of blah after that. Um, what's the main point of the passage? That it's more common than you think that species adapt to the environment? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And this introduces us to one of my favorite things about the logical reasoning section and particularly the main point question within that section and that's the power of the but so there is this really common ascriptive framework for an argument where you say some people say and if i start with that you know some people say thing x what is the next word out of my mouth some people say blah 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 a but yeah, I, I mean, feel like you want you look like you're like really need me to say I mean, the is there, exact right answer. Is there any other word than but that you would ever use? Perhaps. However. Okay. Yes. True. All right. There are synonyms. And we were okay. talking earlier about synonyms, so in keeping with that conversation, <laughs> I have synonyms in mind. perhaps. However, perhaps. Nevertheless. Um, but that's the point. You never say some people think thing X and. By gum, they're right. I mean, literally almost the only possible reason for saying some people think is to say, but they're wrong. If you wanted to marshal support for your position, you wouldn't say some people agree with me. You would say most people agree that. Right? Sure. You're, you don't, you're not sure you agree, but you're willing I to agree. stipulate? No, I agree. Um, and it's important for us on the test because if you're asking for the main point and the argument has this ascriptive structure, and in this particular case, I read it just a second ago, but we don't, we don't outright give the ascription. You know, the, the, the explicit ascription, some people say, that's a very common construction for these passages. Here we get another version of that, which is the passive voice. Uh, it is usually assumed. It's usually assumed. By whom? By some people. 
by some dumb people. Who are these people? Right, making these assumptions, and from the moment of that ascription, we can know exactly what the main point of the passage is. If some people say thing X, then without reading any further, the conclusion of the argument is going to be thing X is wrong. And here we get that. It is usually assumed that only the most highly evolved species alter their environment. However, this characteristic is actually quite common. And there it is, that ascriptive construction where you ascribe a position to some third party in order to refute it. And I noticed that you just did that very naturally. You know, you didn't come at this question from like a structurally informed position. It was just good reading. And I think that's worth taking note of because there's nothing about a systematic approach that would stop you from just being a good reader, but it could add to your uh, toolbox in cases where, you know, being a good reader doesn't seem like it's enough. For you, Melissa, in this case, it was, I mean, and, and I think it's, you may not have analyzed your thought process, but it probably boiled down to something very similar to what I'm proposing, that, you know, the main point of the passage is to say those people were wrong. And that's what the whole passage is about. And all that blah, there's a bird outside the window. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that. You had, yeah, you had to have heard on. that. Come on, birds. Drama. Um, all of that blah, 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 as I characterize the passage, is just the evidence on offer, you know, in favor of the position that those people are wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. So question 11 asks us for the main point, and the main point is those people are wrong. Answer choice A says the earth would be far warmer than it is now if certain species became extinct. And this is why it's so important to have that answer before you go into answer choices. Um, Because you don't have to spend any time examining or analyzing answer choice A. You can simply say, A doesn't say those people were wrong. A doesn't say what you, Melissa, just said, that, you know, lots of animals alter their environment. B, by altering their environment in ways that improve their chances, certain species benefit the earth. That's true. That's something that's in the passage, I think. I think, actually, I'm not even sure that that's totally true, but I think it might be. But that's completely beside the point. We were asked, what is the main point of the passage? Mm -hmm. The main point of the passage is that lots of animals do this. Answer to C, improving their own chances of survival by altering their environment is not limited to the most highly evolved species. And there it is. I mean, again, hey, synonyms. Altering the environment is not limited to the most highly evolved. There are lots of animals that do this. What about SpongeBob? And I think Plankton is highly evolved. He's a criminal master. He's got that. <laughs> so... Um, and then just to get just to be a completist, D, the extent of the cloud cover of the oceans is largely determined by the quantity of plankton in those come on. I mean, I don't even know that may be something that was pulled out of the passage that I blah 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 over. Mm-hmm. And I would expect it to be, as a matter of fact. But the question here isn't what is a fact presented by the passage. The question here was what is the main point of the passage? And answer choice E, species such as plankton alter the environment in ways that are less detrimental to the well being of other species that are the alternations made by more highly evolved species and again i don't know if that's true or not but by having an answer what i know the answer is i don't even have to think about whether or not that's true because it's certainly not the main point sensible and clear indeed all right so then we'll move on to question 12 which asks us 
which of the following accurately describes the argumentative strategy employed? And I like the language here. Um, this is the kind of question that I refer to as a method question. And I think the job for us in answering the method question, other ways that it's, uh, I call it a method question because one of the most commonly um, used phrasings in asking the question is what is the method of reasoning or what is the technique of reasoning? Uh, this is a, a somewhat lesser used uh, language for asking a question, but I kind of like it better because it really clarifies what we are trying to do in answering the question. We are trying to describe the argumentative strategy. You need to describe what you've read. So Melissa, explicitly to put you on the spot, how would you describe in general terms what the person in the passage did? It countered that claim with an example. Yeah, I completely agree. The whole purpose of the passage was to counter a claim. And I like that you included that part. And then you went so far as to describe how she countered the claim. She did it with an example. And so again, this is the process at work. So um, with that in mind, she countered a claim by using an example. A general principle is used to justify a claim. And I'm going to stop right there. I'm only halfway through the answer choice. But the whole purpose of the passage wasn't to justify a claim. It was to you know, work against some claim. Mm -hmm. Let's be efficient. B, an explanation of how a controversial phenomenon could have come about is given in order to support the claim. I don't even know what any of that means except for support the claim, which once again is not what we were doing. C, a generalization about the conditions under which a certain process can occur is advanced on the basis of an examination of certain cases in which that process did occur. Like the micro-machine man. Yeah. Uh, which nobody really yeah, you just, old, you just dated yourself old. significantly. The you got it, so you also dated yourself. Oh, I meant to say what? Micro what? Um, and so answer choice C, again, it goes back to that idea of having an answer. Like, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that happened. What I do know is that it doesn't match your conception of what the passage did. And so it's not likely to be the right answer. All right, D, a counterexample mm. to a position being challenged. Mm. Hmm. This tastes delicious. Is presented in order to show that this position is incorrect. Please. She countered a claim by using an example. My language was like spot on. Yep, you nailed Boom. it. And I don't think that it's the point to try to anticipate the specific language. Oh, no. Like we're totally cool with synonyms, but it absolutely feels rewarding when you yeah, do yeah. and uh and it certainly is the point that you have that answer so that you can weigh other answer choices against it all right and answer choice e a detailed example is used yes very good i think that's true is used to illustrate the advantage of one strategy over another what strategy what is that even talking about all right well then we will finish our day with question 13 and um I think we talked about this kind of phrasing before. 13 says the pattern of reasoning in the argument above is least. And you can tell by my voice, by my calibrated vocal inflection, that least was in all caps. Mm. The least similar to that in which of the following. And as we discussed in that, that strengthen unless question that we saw in an earlier episode, that does not mean that it doesn't mean we should be looking for the outlier. We should instead be looking for four things that 
are similar in their reasoning. So this is what I'd refer to as a parallel question. Four of these answer choices will be similar in their reasoning, and one of them just will somehow be different. But it's probably not real productive to try to focus on which one is different. It's going to be easier to think about which ones are the same. So that's what we'll do. All right, so uh, we'll read the passage, and then we'll talk about it. All right, so the passage says, top priority of the school administration should be student attendance. No matter how good the teachers, tax, and facilities, none of these does any good if few students come to school. Do you want to give a crack at describing that reasoning? It'll be your first try oh. at it. Well. We want to try okay. to put it in like structural terms, like describing it in the okay. same sort of way that you just described the last passage, you know? And coming hot I'm off that do success. My, I'm going to do my best, but I, all right. I am not. Okay. Uh, so it's, we have a goal. We, we want to know. We, okay. Uh-huh. I don't like being put on the spot. Isn't that <laughs> It's terrible. Um, the top priority of the school administration should be student attendance. So we've got a goal. We're, pri we're picking our priorities because mm -hmm. we're saying that if we don't focus on this, then all the other things don't matter. It's terrible. No, oh, that's not terrible. Um, the only thing that I'd add to it is just a little bit of structural clarity, which is uh, the reason that nothing else matters. You know? I mean, I think that's it, exactly. That we've got this thing we want to do, and... Uh, the top priority has to be thing X. And the reason it has to be thing X, and in this case thing X is student attendance, is that student attendance thing X is necessary. If you don't have students at school, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. All right. And that is, um, you know, an interesting argument. It, it certainly seems kind of compelling, right, that if there's this one necessary component then that has to be your top priority because nothing else will matter otherwise. Uh, I'm not sure that this argument achieves full proof, right? I mean, it's one thing to say that it's necessary, so without it, nothing else matters, sure. But does that mean it has to be our top priority? Can't it be a co-priority or something like that? Mm. But, I mean, that's sort of chasing a rabbit. Um, I think your description was uh, very good. Adequate. And that's fine. And if we just build on that by heading that, you know, this thing is some necessary piece, so it has to be our top priority. I think that's enough to get us all the way home. And so, the, so your description doesn't have to be, high, it shouldn't be, like, hyper-specific. It should be more of a broad strokes kind of thing. So, speaking generally, this thing is necessary, so it should be our top priority. All right, A. Top priority of a salesperson should be not to alienate customers. This could be the right answer. I mean, I'm sorry. Let me back away. This could be one of four things that are similar, which means okay. it won't be the right answer. If it goes on to say, because, you know, it, and not alienating customers is necessary for them mm -hmm. to buy stuff. Um, so nothing else will matter if you alienate your customers. Okay. All right. And it goes on to say, honesty and a good knowledge of the product line are useful only if the customer feels at ease. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, it, not alienating them is necessary. Yeah. And streets be the top priority of a person lost in the wilderness should be food gathering. This totally sounds like it's going to be similar because it doesn't matter how good your shelter is or how warm you are um, or how dry you are. If you don't have food, mm -hmm. you're dead. 
Yes. Uh, so I expect that it will go on to say something like that. Awesome. Knowing how to find your way back or how to build a comfortable shelter does one no good if one does not have enough food to survive. Yes, and we see it again. This thing is necessary, so nothing else matters without it. It should be your top priority. C, top priority of a detective should be to gather physical evidence. Um, I don't know. I, and I, I do this like in my practice where I pause here um, at, at, after the beginning of a an answer choice and try to think about how this could be right or how it's likely not right. Mm -hmm. In this one, I'm not quite as sure. I know in order to be similar, and therefore a wrong answer here, um, it would have to say it doesn't matter how, I, I don't know, how many witnesses you talk to or uh, how many theories you have, physical evidence is necessary. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not as confident that this one is going to do that as I was with the food gathering one. I could just see where that was going. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And it's not like I have to see where this is going all the time, but if I practice that skill, I get better at it, and then it makes me faster on test day. Okay. Um, all right. Should be gathering physical evidence, high-tech crime lab equipment, and the most sophisticated criminological analysis are of no use if crucial clues are not gathered. Oh, so I guess we did. We just went kind of a different direction you know you can't mm -hmm. process the clues if you don't have the clues the clues are necessary all right um answer choice d top priority of a library should be to maintain its collection of books by the way it's a little bit unusual that each of these is starting with the same structural aspect of the top priority of thing y mm -hmm. should be thing x that's I not super common that. okay. yeah we're not going to see that going on um over and over so the top priority of a library should be to maintain its collection of books. This one seems like answer choice B and like our passage. Like I could easily see where this is going. I mean, mm -hmm. a library doesn't exist without books. So I definitely think this will be similar and also then wrong if it goes on to say it doesn't matter how talented your librarians are or how many, school, how many um, schools you invite to do puppet shows for. You don't have books, you don't have a library. A knowledgeable staff and beautiful facilities are of no value if there's an inadequate supply of books to lend in there. Um, we, you know, we could see that coming. And they did. They delivered what we thought they might. Mm -hmm. So similar and therefore wrong. And that means that answer choice E is our right answer because it is least, least similar. Uh, top priority of a criminal defense lawyer should be to ensure that innocent clients are found not guilty. And I could actually see how this could be um, similar. I could totally see this going similarly. The top priority has to be to make sure that innocent clients are found not guilty because your track record with other defendants won't matter, your um, standing with the bar won't matter if your clients are wrongly found guilty. You know, I could see mm -hmm. that. In order to ensure justice or do a good job, you have to make sure your innocent clients are found not guilty. What does it say? Such clients can just be released from jail and resume their normal lives if they are found not guilty. What? I mean, it's so bizarrely different. Like, there is no indication of any kind of necessary condition that makes it important. Uh, we talk about it being a top priority, but not it all in the same way that we did with our passage and with and I think all of the others, but maybe most obviously B and D. Um. And I think that it might show the importance of having a strong technique here. Because if you're getting bogged down in the minutia of A, B, C, and D, one thing that might happen is you're, you're, you're 
thinking so hard about these and you're like, A, I can kind of see it. I can, I think it's kind of similar. B, oh my God, B is exactly similar. Let me circle it and then bubble the appropriate answer choice on my answer sheets. And that would be the worst possible thing that could ever happen to you. Um, you know, if I'm to speak without hyperbole. Yeah. And I don't think that that's by accident. I think that they're presented in this kind of jumble of answer choices so that you have to be on your toes to get it right. If you just lapse in your focus a little, it's very easy to get it wrong. And, uh, and even if you don't get it wrong, if you just spend a shitload of time, and, and that's the technical term for a large amount of time. Yeah, this is... Uh, if you spend that much time on A, B, C, and D, even if you get this question right, you've just wasted a bunch of time doing it when you could have gotten it right much more quickly by knowing what the answer was going to look like and being willing to say, yep, this looks like a, yep, this does, this does, this does, and then this doesn't. And it's this kind of flyover approach where you take one pass through answer choices at sort of 30,000 feet and see do they look like they are right? Because if it doesn't look like it's right from 30,000 feet, it's probably not going to be right once you get closer in. Mm -hmm. And uh, now uh, the opposite is sort of not the case. I mean, if it does look right from 30,000 feet, you know, from just a quick skim, that does not necessarily mean that it is the right answer. But you can usually eliminate bad choices pretty quickly that way. Mm -hmm. Sensible? Yes. All right. Anything else to say before we close up today? No, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And a privilege. Eleanor. See you next week. Thank you. <laughs>